0: Will have to be imposed, and, 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 and a world governing body will be created to enforce this. Welcome to
1: Tinfoil Hat. We go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional. Shit. Wake
0: up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude,
1: you just blew my mind. Tinfoil hat, tin hat. You just blew my mind. And welcome to another Tinfoil hat. <clears throat> Joining me as always, my homeboy, XG, and the place to be. We go to St. John's University. Nobody's we're going deep. Yeah, we're going deep. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I've
2: been good. Hope you guys
1: enjoyed that last episode of me and the guy yelling at each other. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) So we got another episode. Super excited. But before that, let's get into some business. Guys, today, this will come out on what? Yeah, this will come out. Thursday. T- Thursday. So tomorrow night, I the Texas tour for Tinfoil Hat starts. First of all, Friday night, I'm by myself. It's Tripoli and a couple of my friends. I'm at the Hyenas in Plano, Texas. That's right. Go to hyenascomedyclub.com uh, and get the ticket or you go to my website, Sam Tripoli. It's me, an hour of power. Come and rock. We're going to fucking pack that place. And then the following night, I'm in Houston with Eddie Bravo on the tinfoil Hack comedy night. Myself, Eddie Bravo, live at the Seeker Group. Come get weird with us. And then afterwards, I'm going to look at black strippers with fat asses. Because that's the point of going to Houston. And then Sunday night, we're going to be in Austin. The Mecca Conspiracies. Who knows who will show up? It's Eddie Bravo, myself again. The tinfoil Hack comedy live. Uh, Sunday at the Paramount. Uh, the State Theater at the Paramount Theater in Austin. Come All those tickets, you can go to com. Let's pack it out. I'm super excited. Uh, the shows have been great, so come out and get a piece of that. We also have the Patreon. Jump on the Patreon, homeboy. Uh, Some great shows, we're doing live streams, we're doing uh, uh, audios for you, you're getting tons of content, and I'm going to start interviewing comics about their conspiracies and posting it only on there, so uh, come join that and be a part of that, and what else do we have to push? Oh, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at BetDSI, BetDSI for all your betting needs, go to BetDSI, use the promo code PUNCH, one, what? Or no, excuse me. <laughs> use the promo code Hat One Hundred, and you can get a one hundred percent match here, bo- cash bonus up to five hundred dollars. Uh, it is a great time to be betting UFCs, uh, footballs, full fight, basketball is insane this season. So go use again. Use the promo code Hat One Hundred. Do you have bet at all, uh, XT?
2: Uh, not too much, but You're I not did betting th- man. Yeah, dude. Right now, how Warriors did the Bulls? They're good. that was dirty. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe it. My phone updated, let me know, and I was like, there's no way this halftime." halftime. Are you a Laker fan? Nah. What are you? Hmm?
1: You any fan of any sport?
2: Of any basketball team? Yeah, just not like a hardcore fan, but uh, he. I thought Mexico,
1: Mexican, you got to be a Laker fan.
2: uh, It's uh, uh, it's too many Mexicans. Do you remember when the Lakers won the
1: championship on Gay Pride Day? That was the greatest day in gay Mexican history. The greatest day in L.A. <laughs> Gay Mexicans were going crazy. They had, no, they had rings and anal on the same day. So, guys, go get the uh, – use the promo code HAT100, and right. you'll get a 100% matching cash bonus up to $500 on BetDSI.com. We appreciate them. Guys, uh, backed by popular demand, returning champions, uh, some of my favorite people to have on the show. I think this is the fourth appearance – which makes them, they're almost in the five-time guest appearance thing. They're, they're, they're returning champions from one of the best podcasts out there, the Grime America. Please welcome Darren Grimes and Graham Dunlop, everybody. How are you guys?
0: Good. Thanks, brother. Am Your I, favorite gay Jew show.
1: Thank you, dude. <laughs> I love it. Finally, somebody recognized my gay Jewish powers, okay? And I'm willing to sell out to the bisexual lizard people. How are you guys?
0: We're good, yeah. We're still hanging on to the last remnants of fall here before the snow starts flying. This is uh, when So we'll take it. Your love we'll of take Canada, as, as we can get it.
1: This is your love of Canada gets tested, right? You're
0: like, God, yeah. It's so freaking That's right. January and February tough months. But well, hey, if you come to town, that'll help.
1: Well, you know, I'm going to be out there uh, in Edmonton, which is uh, in the I think the third week of January or the last week of January. I'm going to be out there, so hopefully, maybe we can work some now. I'd like to do something with you guys. Calgary's a wonderful town for comedy, and I'd love to do something up there. Uh, So we'll figure that out. So you guys are in your new studio, a little catch-up. How's it going?
0: Good, yeah, we're still actually in our temporary space. We're at Producer Brody's in a spare room. Uh, I think we have found a permanent space. We're a few months out from moving into that, so we just got to keep Brody happy through the winter. Or we'll be out on our ass and the show will be canceled. Fuck.
1: That'll be a sad day for conspiracy theorists. We'll start GoFundMe and we'll get you guys, I don't know, a locker room at the Y to, to record. Out of. We'll get Graham's you... banned from the Y. Well, I don't even want to know why you've been banned from the Y. Hey, real quick is uh, XG the first uh, time you guys talked to Mexicans? Oh, yeah. No. You've talked to Mexicans before? Are there Mexicans yeah. in Canada?
0: No, but our—I mean, our—our our logo was done by our Mexican friend, Red Pill Junkie, and he was our very second guest. He's been on about like fifteen or twenty of our shows, I think.
1: Whoa, Mexican veterans! I like that. I like that. Yeah, I told you we're everywhere. yeah, Mexicans are <laughs> everywhere.
2: <laughs> we we we're Mexican. everywhere. We're aliens, dude. We we were everywhere. I
1: love You've... Mexicans, dude. They are wonderful people. Um, real quick, I I decide, I when you guys were on last time, we had uh the uh conspiracy Farm guys, which I think have. You know, I know Pat's taking a break, and our boy is running it. Uh, Wilson, Yeah, I think uh, Wilson's going to take it going, you know. Maybe they got too powerful, and the Freemasons called uh, Pat Milchich (laughs) back. You're doing too much. You're you're upsetting the lizard people. Um, So he's running it. But you kind of brought up something in the last show that I really was interested in, and that is, you know, uh, how much of the Unabomber's manifesto ended up being true. And I thought that was a very interesting topic to talk about because we've never really gotten to Unabomber on this show. And uh, I'm super excited about talking about it. Um, the Unibomber's very interesting, huh? I mean, like, what's your guys' thoughts on that whole thing? Especially
0: considering um, that he wrote most of what he wrote in uh, in, like, The '60s and '70s. I mean, it got released in '90s, but he wrote most. He was writing most of that stuff in the '60s and the '70s. So to to read that document in 2018 is pretty insane. How out in front of it he was, Um, especially when you consider that he had an IQ of 167, so he was smarter than most of the people on the planet. And uh, that's almost
1: a curse to be that smart, right? Unbelievably
0: fucked with at Harvard with a bunch of hallucinogenic. Drugs and torture and everything else. I mean, if there was ever an M- MK Ultra candidate, he was your guy.
1: Let's get into his childhood. He had he came from Polish parents. Uh, he was way too smart for his own good.
2: He was the oldest, right?
1: No, I think he had an older brother. Am I right? They yes. Had, he had an older brother uh, that basically couldn't relate to him. Fuck! I had this one.
2: Do you know what really fucked him up that I heard? I heard he got really sick at one point, and they, they like, moved him. He was so sick, they didn't let him talk to no one for, like, oh, a couple he went months.
1: Oh, uh, he went to a hospital. Yeah. I think he got lead poisoning,
2: right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mom, he had an allergic dude.
0: reaction to some medication, and he got stuck in isolation for a long time. Medication? Yeah.
2: As, as a baby, like, he was, like, under a year, I think, or something like that. And the mom said that when he came back, he was just... He wasn't the same kid. He's like, he wouldn't smile. He was very quiet for a very
1: long time. He wouldn't talk at all.
2: Uh, Well, his parents almost put him in an
0: autistic school.
1: Oh, yeah, dude.
0: They considered, like, his parents went and met with an autistic school. They were going to put him in a school for autistic kids. But back then, those schools were fucked. And they they were, you know, it was more like just a lockup. So they said, fuck it, and sent him to
2: Harvard at 16 instead. Yeah. Which is fucking worse
1: yeah well he's, they, they sent him to uh basically he was like beyond smart than anybody else. He jumped two grades, he was very normal in high school, uh, and then he had to jump two grades, and he just got his ass kicked. you know the
2: younger the older kids beat him up, um, they were they treated him like shit. And he came from a poor family. he went into Harvard. all these fucks had money. yeah. Think about it. All these guys got cars. He's obviously not loaded. That's the thing that when you're a kid, you think a lot about You're like, fuck, I don't have what they have. Yeah, but... You and then, up- then who's fucking a fucking 16-year-old when you're in a, a college? He's not. He wasn't getting laid either. He didn't have a thing. car. Yeah. He didn't have
1: anything. That's they didn't I'm even saying. send him with a license. It's like, what are you doing, man? You're fucking with this kid.
2: That's what fucked him up.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's almost... Well, a- yeah, not only that, he
0: got... Drug into the psychological experiments by Murray, uh, where he was, you know, they dope him up on unbelievable amounts of hallucinogenic drugs and tell him crazy shit, give him extreme verbal abuse, tell him his family hated him. How did he even get in there to begin with if he was not, like, just because
3: of his... uh...
0: He He got a scholarship to Harvard at the age of 16 because he was so smart at mathematics. He was just, like, out of this world, almost 170 IQ. So he got picked up, and then as soon as that Henry Murray character seen him, he gobbled him up. Yeah. Ooh. Nice and young, which is,
2: impressionable young guy. He was that uh, scientist, right? Or the... Yeah,
1: I mean, he's a... F- I mean, like, dude, the guy described the... Ba- basically the experiments that they did as brutal. Like, it was done purposefully, and it's my whole problem with, like, the way we look at science now. Science is a new religion. Yep. And, and that we just accept... Everything that scientists say as the way the world works, which is exactly way back in the day. And even today, we look at religious people. Oh, they represent God, and they're telling us what... No, it's like Bill Bird's bit. This dude stubs his toe. He, fu- You know, he fucking shorts himself. He thinks he's going to fart, but he shits himself. I mean, these fucking things... Ha- they're human beings. So they're telling us what God is, or whatever you believe in, is how... It's like total bullshit. So we look at science, man, and we take science. It's almost like our last episode, and the interpretation that Michael Woods Jr. had of what's going on. You know data is data it's not the data i problem it's the interpretation of the data which is usually has to do with who is funding this science project right yeah so it's like we we have this thing where you have these scientists telling us this this, is this and then you go dig deeper you're like okay what the fuck does that mean what that you know like like The person funding your thing wants certain kind of results. You're going to give them that results because scientists are human beings and they want what we want, which is money, power, and ass. Okay, that's (laughs) what we want. We want bang chicks out of our league. We want to drive nice cars. We want to live in nice places. So, like, funny
0: enough, in the manifesto, Ted talks about how you can't, you'll never stop the technology. Because the scientists and the people developing the technology get their personal sense of power from actually developing these things.
1: For sure, man. For sure. I mean, look at Google. Look at all these companies that just like these guys are power players. That if they hadn't invented this, they'd be working at Kinko's, FedEx. (laughs) You know, making copies for you. So it's like, for sure. I mean, like, dude. Behind every great invention is a dude trying to get laid, right, at the end of the day. You know, the guy invented the camera, why? So he could take naked pictures of chicks, right? The guy invented the car so he had a place to bang a chick. Nope, I'm wrong with that. You guys agree with that? So let's get – so basically he goes – and do you you guys know what the experiments were? The experiments were basically – they would come. They t- what he told them to do was to basically make uh, their belief in how the world works, come up with your philosophy in life, and then hand it in to the professor. Then the professor that didn't tell the the students that he was going to read it. That no, they gave it to law students to read over, and the whole job of the law student was to. Basically, debate them on their whole thing, on their whole philosophy, but not just debla- debate them. Verbally destroy them. Verbally <clears throat> crush them. And, and then they would record it and show them it and let them see how they were being weak in the moment. So he would just break them down. This lasted three years. Fuck. Fuck three years and
2: he was younger also he's, he's, yeah, a, he's the other ones are older the other one, I mean maybe that's why they weren't un, become Unabombers they, the other were, they
0: probably fucking hung themselves man who knows what happened to those people if they, because they didn't become the Unabomber we don't know where those people ended up
1: that's a great point because we don't know where those people ended up
0: and it's just and like I any of them are living the dream <laughs> what's the
1: dream living in a log cabin
2: that was his dream
1: that was his dream
0: Right. That's becoming more and more of a dream for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man, Will you come by my cabin once in a while and tell me some jokes, it doesn't sound so bad.
1: You should open a comedy club in your living room. I'll be there. It probably pays better than most the places I'm playing. Um, That's right. <laughs> give you a ham sandwich and a hope in a dream. That's what I'm looking for. That's in my rider. Um, so his whole thing was, uh, he, de- right after he does this, uh, he goes to school. He f- fucking, he, he basically gets a job, uh, At the University of Michigan, where he's teaching mathematics and his students hate him because he won't answer any questions. He's like, this is the facts. Here they are. This is the facts. Fuck your questions. Just believe this, which is, again, what is religion, right? Religion is don't question this. Don't touch your dick. Don't bang your friend in the ass. Okay. don't hook up with males because what does that do? That doesn't produce more people. But don't question us. Even though it's so obvious that these sex rules are basically made so you don't not produce more people. They're all... Basically, the only sex allowed by religion are ones where you put out more religious people. So it's like, don't question it. So it's the same thing in Michigan. You know, He's teaching. People have got questions. He's like, kiss my ass. I'm not answering all your fucking questions. And he doesn't last long. And he just basically quits.
2: He goes to Berkeley, right? After a
1: while? No, this was... I believe was that? Did he go to Berkeley before? Yeah, he went to Berkeley, but he didn't do well there. After Michigan, he went to a, Berkeley. He became a
0: teacher at Berkeley.
1: I thought he became a teacher in Michigan first. Let me look up his wiki.
0: Oh, maybe he ended up in Berkeley anyway. He went from Berkeley to the bush. To yeah, yeah,
2: he went from Berkeley to the to he he had, he made a cabin and it was closer to the city, and then it got he had to move it again, right?
1: Yeah, he had, just they kept moving farther and farther out. Yeah, let me see what he did real quick in high school, Harvard. He was blowing
2: up
0: bombs yeah, and you he don't had... want anyone to hear.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I B- mean, if
0: he, if he had anything, to, I mean, there's the other thing that everything sort of lines up weird and it's that, that sort of area of time before we really start, you know, accepting things as false flags and stuff like that. I mean, you've got the whole Vietnam War started on a false flag, all this other shit. I
1: Dude. mean,. There's an argument that every war has started on a false flag. The more and more yes, I investigate okay. this shit, the more and more I realize, like, dude, World War II, they knew Japan was coming. They forced it. That They cut off their oil supplies. They cut off, like, basically them being able, Japan doing any business with anybody so that they were, they they forced their hand and then they knew that they were coming and they didn't do anything because they needed something to get them into the war. And that's basically what started World War II. Show me a war and I'll tell you what caused it. it was was most yeah. likely uh, rich men.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you've got this. And usually what you look for is what came out of it. And what came out of it was out of the Unabomber was the uh, the uh, ability for the federal government to start searching through all your mail And that's when all the pre-flight checks started because that last bomb was found on American Airlines. Never exploded, but found on American Airlines.
2: Do you think he was trying to kill people in the beginning or just trying to hurt them? Because, I mean, if he was that smart, how did he only injure, I think he injured like 20-something and killed three? Uh, Do you think he wasn't really trying to hurt them?
0: or, Or
3: do you think he even did it, Darren?
0: Well, I, sometimes, I mean, there's there's an argument to be made that he didn't really even do it. And he's just a patsy whose brain was scrambled. And I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, the last thing I heard was that he's, I don't think he's ever officially admitted to fucking sending all those bombs in the mail. I he think just he said, guilty? I'm guilty. Yeah. Well, were his words, I'm guilty. So,
1: yeah. I think that, I mean, here's the whole thing. There's also false flags that the actual person did it. But were they either allowed to do it, almost chaperoned? We see that with school shootings. Like, these kids, they know they're going to do this, and they don't stop it. So that they let it happen. And there's different versions of that. Obviously, when we talk Parkland, I have a video. uh, You know, I have two videos of two witnesses saying they saw cops shooting everybody up. And then I have a video of watching cops coming out the back of the school with giant fucking duffel bags. And when the witnesses say they saw them in fucking straight up gear with a fucking weird gun, which looks like the Mossad Israeli gun that they have, this new fucking fangled gun, you know, and then you see them going out the back with duffel bags, throwing them in the trucks and the truck driving off, which is also <clears throat> very similar to what happening in, in uh, uh, Newtown, or the, that one school where uh, you see a helicopter watching somebody like run off. And like what happened to that guy in the woods? What's who's that dude? So these yeah. are events that happened, but were they allowed to happen or almost encouraged to happen?
3: Exactly, exactly. So there's also other parallel programs, I think, besides MKUltra. Like there's it's interesting how many other people involved in terror can be tied to these programs. Like there's this Dr. Aziz Al Abab, he's a Hezbollah psychiatrist who supervised the development of the suicide bombing program and the torture of William Buckley, who was the CIA station chief in Lebanon. And he studied under Dr. Donald Ewan Cameron, who was a Canadian psychiatrist who was involved in MKUltra human experimentation. So there's all these other connections.
1: Yeah, it's like it's crazy, right? It's like crazy, dude. It's like, you know, when I, when I listen to everybody, you know, hey, dude, you got trust why aren't you trusting the intelligence agency? Uh, <laughs> because I study history. Uh, there's a huge history of this. I mean, dude, there's a real argument that you have more the fear from the CIA than you do the Russian government. I mean, it's a real there's a real argument for that. I mean, yeah, we, no,
3: yeah I would tend to agree. Eh? Is that why Putin? I mean, these are some of the reasons why Putin just said, uh, didn't he just say something about the? CIA being responsible for 95% of the terrorist attacks or something, Darren?
0: Yeah, he said the CIA is responsible for 95% of the terrorist attacks on the planet.
3: Yeah, and then there's another quote here from this Jan Eastgate who wrote a paper called Introduction, Manufa- Introduction to Manufacturing Murderers. Yeah. Terrorism is created, not human nature. Suicide bombers are made, not born. Ultimately, terrorism is the product of madmen bent on destruction, and these madmen are typically the result of psychiatric or psychological techniques aimed at mind control and behavior control.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, dude, anybody doesn't think MKUltra is real has not done any research, man. And that's what this guy did is Henry Miller basically ran MKUltra, like, you know, experiments on this guy. I mean, like, you're like treating him like cattle. I mean, it's like... It's, it's so sad when you hear, like, the, the that one experiment the U.S. government did where they basically let these guys have syphilis forever and they never cured it. I mean, that's just like...
2: Or where they gave them a- a- LSD in this one bar. Remember, they just gave everybody LSD and they're like, let's see how they act. Imagine how... Yeah. how, how, how the
3: whole town, I think, got
2: yeah. uh, those ones. How the doesn't that town. fuck with you? How doesn't that fuck with you? All of a sudden, you're just, there's no... Because yeah. you know, when you do a drug, you know you're doing it, so you expect... The feelings but not knowing and then being on, on acid and not thinking you're crazy like if yeah exactly
3: it's, well, like what if those people never find out right as if everybody found out I mean they'd probably think they just went nuts for a little while
2: it fuck with you you'd be like I'm fucking crazy like, yeah. just on this random day shit just started looking weird
1: <laughs> exactly so there's this comic that no longer does stand his name was Jonathan Gossick and he was on tour with Paulie Shore and, like, out of nowhere, he just starts tripping balls. Somebody, at some point, slipped this guy acid. And he just freaked the fuck out, ran into the woods, and nobody heard from him again. I hope he's okay. But imagine that. Like, like that's a legendary story Wait, in L- L.A. You've never
0: heard from him again? I
1: think we heard from him a couple years later that he'd survived, but it got fucking weird. I mean, like...
2: Because acid's that stuff where you can just drop it in, the, in your coffee... And you don't taste it, can do? You could drop it on a, on your teacher, and she start fucking tripping balls while she's teaching.
1: Dude, imagine if please <laughs> don't do that to your teachers. They Jesus
0: have a hard
2: Christ. enough.
1: Don't be dropping.
0: I wonder if it. that was like a thing in the '60s. If that was like happening all the time.
1: Well, well, one experiment that happened in San Francisco was when the CIA uh, thought might you might be compromised or up to no good. They would basically basically make you like kind of have hookers come after you and you get you a hooker and they would bring you back to this this whorehouse and as you walked in someone would drop acid on you and then they would interrogate you as first of all they have you with a hooker so at that time that was like that could be the end of your career and now you're tripping balls and it's mm-hmm. like blackmail on top of that
2: on an acid trip, because they think, they thought they could make you to um, confess shit on, on LSD, huh? They were trying to figure that out. They
1: thought it was truth serum yeah, and stuff like that. Idiots! <laughs> Unbelievable. I've never confessed on anything on acid. I, f- I figured out how to fix the world.
3: You know, maybe MDMA, you might. Mm.
1: Well, one thing I never learned is like, I, it was very funny when you do acid with chicks. You always end up losing them, and I always know where <laughs> they are. They're in the bathroom <laughs> just petting their faces. You ever know? <laughs> Every <laughs> time the chicks just Literally in there, like, their hands. Just petting themselves. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, am I pretty? I'm like, God, get the fuck out of the bathroom. You got to lock all the bathroom doors when chicks are there. So the math festival comes out. It's called Industry, Society, and Its Future. And it, what, what date did that come out? Uh, it was like 1995, I think.
2: Oh, when it got 95, yeah,
0: Industrial Society and Its Future, yeah. Yeah,
1: so it came out, and uh, basically, and you got to remember this. This is before, uh, you know, the internet really was the internet. I mean, we had the internet, but it wasn't the what we have now.
0: There wasn't the... That's iPhone. right. That's, I mean, that's what the whole thing of the bombs was, right? It would seem like the bombs were completely... They got a little crazy at the end, but in the beginning when no one was getting killed, it would seem like the point of the bombs... I mean, you got to face it. The guy was probably the most successful terrorist in American yeah. history. He managed years. to hold your country hostage to the point at which he got his... You know, 50 page manifesto published in the Washington Post say what you will about the Washington Post it's funny enough that they turned out to be the first ones to publish it, it ended up published in uh, Playboy and every place else by the end of it
1: yeah, uh, I mean like he got it out and it's an interesting read for sure, now I don't want everybody to think when we're saying that you know, what he got right that we're condoning it, there's some language in there that's that's kind of like fucking weird, like ghetto dwellers. Like who says ghetto dwellers? It makes no fuck.
2: It's like Jesus well, they put words like that. Like if you're saying that he got he he got like um, they made it seem like he did it. Those are the words they put in there, so his family could be like only he says those fucking that's words. That's interesting too. You get what I mean? Like because that's what that's what they said. He's like when I read the manifesto that hit that his brother's wife said he only says those words.
1: Like oh yeah, that it
2: would be brother, one of those words. Like who the fuck says. It is interesting, man. And he snitched like, him out. Would you snitch your brother out if you found out that was him? Uh, straight up? Would you just be like, you I wouldn't mean, talk like to hold him? on.
1: How many how many like death
2: I Is there a reward? Is there yeah, how much <laughs> a reward is there <laughs> for my There friend? was a reward. You think he got it? You think the wife was like, yo, I gotta get Of course I got cut. the
1: reward. <laughs> He's like, I felt bad. I was like, it's in- it's interesting <laughs> because you know, I mean, we take a look at this, uh, you know, this bombing that just the, these bombs that got sent out. And, you know, what I always love, I, I always find so interesting is how uh, nobody knows that none of the power elites ever die from any of these attacks. Even the guy who went to the softball game and shoved somebody who is a quote unquote Bernie Sanders supporter. It's always amazing who the media wants you to demonize, how these guys just go and they just happen to be, you know, the Bernie Sanders or or the Donald Trump uh, supporter, you know, Hillary Clinton, the most evil person on one of the most evil people on the planet. (laughs) None of her her supporters ever go nuts, but just happens to be who the media hates at that moment. They have to be supporters of, you know, and how this conveniently just happened. Right before the midterm events. And it conveniently went after all these people that conspiracy theorists hate. And how it conveniently, none of the bombs went off. Like, it just, it's so convenient. That's my problem. And I even have people who I've had on the show that, like, have talked about issues that are very similar to this. That just... Kind of went along with it. That's
2: what. That's what I couldn't believe. That none of them went off. You don't think he tested them before he made them?
1: Yeah, I like. Hey,
2: let me see if this fucking works before I send them out and go to jail for no reason.
1: And you're like, okay, this courier is it the same courier? Because they all were sent. They didn't have any. Any. They have stamps on, but wasn't like posted by the. You know. Yeah, because they stamp
2: them, letting you know that they got it. And after that, it was pretty much. Yeah.
3: That the, the crazy thing is, I mean, it just really smells of, of like a hoax, but, but it's, who de- who did it? I mean, is it, is it the, the one side just, it, it's almost too dumb to believe that any, either side would, it's just too obvious. Like, would the, so was it maybe even the right side hoaxing the left? Because then it would think like everybody would blame the left for the hoax. It's like a triple cross or something. I mean, you don't even know how deep, deep it goes. Maybe it's just a crazy asshole making bombs. No, it's it just. It's, I heard it's,
1: something today that that makes it seem like he's the fucking crazy.
3: no uh, I don't know. The, well, the, uh, no, the no, whole no. Van, the whole thing—it's just—it's just, it's just, it's just it's too many and red the flags. Stickers going off were everywhere. different.
1: We—I ha- have a friend of the, who does my <clears> Patreon. Her name is Amy Cheapo. She's sending me all this shit, and it's just like, dude, he's there's pictures of him with the daughter of one of the ladies <laughs> who was lost in the synagogue.
2: <laughs> oh shit, I didn't, I didn't Like
1: know. it's like uh, 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 it's like what a uh, tangled web we weave. And it's just yeah. like and it's yeah. just it's just it's so crazy, man. And it's just There's
3: always these little coincidences with all these little little things that the media. It seems like everything the media wants to attach on to, if you look into it, there's way too many coincidences. And and you just how do you untangle that? How do you unpack it? I mean, I feel like we're, you know, a year or two away from from being shut down with free with all this free speech bullshit, but you don't even know if that's if that's if that's just a play from the the other side. Like you don't even know who to trust anymore. Well, Do they, you know, maybe it's just you know a fake shutdown of free speech. To, Darren, you had some theories about the big tech companies and all that. I mean, then you start looking at it that way, right? That. It's not really a, a shutdown of free speech. You know, were, were I, think, thinking because- I think
0: all the tech companies, I think, I think behind the scenes that all these big tech companies are starting to get real worried that they're about to be fucking turned into, they're either going to get busted up as monopolies or they're going to get turned into public utilities. And I think what, what we could be seeing now is some, some sort of preemptive strike against that. Because I think like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, I think they're all fucked. I think uh, as soon as Facebook and Twitter started editorializing their content, they opened up a whole can of worms where they can no longer say that they aren't responsible for what's posted on their website. As long as you're not editing what people put on your website and anyone can post whatever the fuck they want, then you can say, yeah, sure, hey, not my problem. Anyone can post whatever they want, but as soon as you start... Picking and choosing what you're deleting. Yeah. You've started editorializing. Now you're subject, as far as I'm concerned, to the same laws and statutes that the press is.
1: And, and what's very interesting is how they're making it seem like, oh, we're only going after the right. But you're not. You're really going after the people who question this, quote, unquote, deep state. That's who's getting... You know, It's very specific who they're going after. It's not right-wing, and the right-wingers want to act like it is, but it's not. And what I also find very interesting, and it's not really a debate I I, I want to have right here, is about how all of this censorship happened right after they got rid of net neutrality. So what I find interesting is they get rid of net neutrality in which this libertarian group, and I know you guys uh, tend to go, and again, that's not the debate I want to have right now, but like, there's this whole group of like, oh, dude, uh, let free market happen, blah, blah, blah. So we, you know, the net neutrality gets taken away. And then all of a sudden, it's like the people who are pro net neutrality, against net neutrality, are having their things taken down. So it's like, what, what, what do we do there? Th- that is the reason why you want attention. attention. Yeah, but there's a, good,
0: there's a good chance that, that those people are having their shit taken down by the very companies that are afraid of net neutrality.
1: I, that's the whole thing. Like, it's so interesting. Like, what is really going on? Do we... I, I We know not. I mean, like, do we know anything? That's my question.
0: It's fucked up. I mean, we've got into this weird part of, and Ted kind of said we were headed here. We've got into this weird part of fucking... We're in this weird world now where actors have to have the same belief as the fucking characters they're playing, and you can't say anything anymore. Political correctness is out of control. Yep. And... Yep you know, it's like it can't, it can't stop, you know, it's like it can't stop. And that's kind of what Ted was saying is that we're going to get into this situation where we're not, it's not going to matter what the the government is doing anymore. It's the, it's the socialization and the the technology just sort of takes on a mind of its own. Privacy sort of slowly starts going away, but it's okay. It happens in such small increments that you just sort of say it's okay. And, you know, the next thing you know, you can say the NSA spying on everyone, and everyone's like, eh?
1: Well, yeah. I don't, that's, I don't have
0: anything to hide.
1: That's the funny meme that's out there. It was like in 1960s. People are like, don't say anything. The government's tapping the phone. And then today, it's like, hey, dear wiretap, give me a, spa- give me a great recipe for spaghetti. You know, it's <laughs> like my girlfriend got me one of those. It's so in. The, I have the Amazon weird- thing? They got me, yeah, one of those. The Alexa, whatever. I, I make money off of talking about the world of conspiracies and my girlfriend cannot fucking be more into the bullshit that I talk about she every day I come home I got fucking Rachel Maddow's on the television and she's buying me fucking Alexis I gave the Alexa to the fucking Guatemalan fucking housekeeper that watched that clean my house that day here m- Merry Christmas take this there you go get the get this the fuck out of my house I'm in too much weird shit I don't need Alexa listening to me
3: Mom, my mom almost got me one. And I said to her, "What are you thinking, Mom? Why would you think I even want this?"
1: It's so, oh, it's hilarious. so weird, right? But my girl, my girlfriend. Let's get into the manifesto real quick. It opens up with a uh, section they call in, "introduction," and he basically is talking about how technology. Has been bad. The industrial revolution has been bad for people. You know, it's basically made men sla- men and women slaves to the machines. It's basically crippled third world countries. And this is in '95, right when kind of free trade started, which was no,
0: this is this is published in '95. He was trying to get this thing published for a long, long, long time. This oh. thing, if you had to put a finish date on this, then you're probably thinking closer to 1980.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't, just think about. You
0: can get in shit after that, but this, this document is is eighty or before. So it in the sixties.
1: So basically, he he basically predicted what was going to happen with basically free trade, in that we are, our industrial revolution has crippled these poor countries, that they are working for these these corporations for pennies on the dollar. And it's, you know, look at China. I mean, they have people who, they have to have suicide nets at like the the iPhone companies because people want to kill themselves. Look at how we've like destroyed the jungle to fucking supply capitalism. He's 100% correct on that. So you
2: think he was like Nostradamus, but like fucking got shit on point? Because Nostradamus just says there was a bird in the sky and they're like, that was 9-11. Yeah. He's on about <laughs> Brothers of York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Here's, here's one right out of his, his thing. Here's number paragraph 152. Generally speaking, technological control over human behavior will probably not be introduced with a totalitarian intention or even through a conscious desire to restrict human freedom. Each new step in assertion of control over hum- over the human mind will be taken as a rational response to a problem that faces society such as curing alcoholism, reducing the crime rate, or inducing young people to study science and engineering. In many cases, there will be a humanitarian justification. For example, when a psychiatrist prescribes an antidepressant for a depressed patient, he is clearly doing the individual a favor. It would be inhumane to withhold the drug from someone who needs it. When parents send their children to Sylvan Learning Centers to have them manipulated into becoming enthusiastic about their studies... They do so from concern for their child's welfare. It may be that some of these parents wish that one didn't have to have specialized training to get a job, and that their kid didn't have to be brainwashed into becoming a computer nerd. But what can they do? They can't change society, and their children may be unemployable. So it doesn't have certain skills. So they send them to Sylvan. Thus, control over human behavior will be introduced not by a calculated decision of the authorities, but through a process of social evolution. Rapid evolution, however, the process will be impossible to resist because each advance considered by itself will appear to be beneficial, or at least the evil involved in making the advance will appear to be beneficial, or at least the evil involved in making the advance will seem to be less than that than which would result from not making it. Mm. Propaganda, for example, is used for many good purposes, such as discouraging child abuse or race hatred. Sex education is obviously useful, yet the effects of sex education is to take the shaping of sexual attitudes away from the family and put it in the hands of the state as represented by the public school system. Hmm. And then he goes on to, he's like, what are we going to, he starts to speculate that eventually they're going to find, you know, a a gene that tends to lead to criminals. And, you know, all of a sudden they're going to be pre-scanning that in children and it's going to be like, oh, well, you know, you don't want your kid to be a... a criminal and eventually you know take these drugs i mean in a lot of ways this is like an early fucking script to the terminator or the matrix and everything else you know what i mean i mean this is like he's kind of written what would be the early the prequel to all of that stuff and he's kind of put it in the timeline that we're in now and for when you sure. see when you see the freedoms we've given up in the last you know 10 years and the you know, we got phones looking at our faces and tracking where we are at any yeah. given time. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, 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 and the other thing he, he predicted was that we would start to socially judge people instead of criminally, you know.
3: Behaviorally? Instead, instead, yeah. yeah. We
0: just fucking boycott everybody or, you know, dock some or show up at their house or who knows, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, for sure. So the, th- the thing I don't like about it is the intention, he, he seems to not think it's, uh, it's happening through a technocracy with with bad intention. That it's just a natural just evolution of inevitable. technology. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, or maybe he's maybe the start stark, no, but he's it extremely like it's been...
0: adamant that there's no that 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 all the the industrial revolution leads to industrial society is doomed. Like there's no. He's like, if you think you can take out certain parts and some parts are good and some parts are bad, it's just gonna circle around Hmm.
1: well it's very interesting because you know there's a whole theory that about capitalism that eventually there's a there's an end point for capitalism you know if you take a look at like you know on the jimmy Dore show they talk about where they're at the end stage of capitalism because you know capitalism is very dependent on purchasing purchasing power you got to be able to buy stuff to make it go but if nobody's got a job and nobody's got a dollar, you can't buy anything. And one guy, well, and so one su- guy has not it all.
3: sustainable either. I mean, you, can, you know, the, the planet can only handle so much consumerism.
1: Yeah, I mean, that. that's a, a great point. So it's like, yes, I mean, capital, there's parts of capitalism great, and then, you know, there's parts that aren't. I mean, how do you take some and not it, – it, it's an interesting thing. Uh, He gets into a lot of leftism, which is very interesting because I'm a liberal man. I grew up when my liberalism was, you know, be cool to everybody. Don't judge them. You know, make amazing art and have great sex and do some drugs if you want to. That like to me, (laughs) what was liberalism? Well, I don't know what leftism is. I don't know. Like, what's the difference between liberalism and progressivism? I ask everybody. Nobody can tell me. Whatever the one is that is the whiners, I am not that, okay? I'm the old school one. Be cool. You know, diversity, I'm cool with. You know, I'm cool with, like, LBGT. I'm cool with, you know, he brings up stuff that's, like, kind of like he sees as, like, uh, leftism- Psych- psychological types which is socialism, collectivism, feminism, activism, LBGT, and animal rights. Well I, I'm cool with animal rights because I'm you know like I don't like to hurt animals. I have no problems with people being gay. I don't care if you're a grown adult and you want to be with another adult, okay. I'm cool with that. I mean, like, like, if you look at conservatives, you're like, what's the whole thing? Don't tread on me, right? Don't tread on me, which is like, let me have my guns. Let me b- live my life the way I want with my family, raise my family, make a dollar. Well, you know, you're like, me being with another man is very much don't tread on me. I have no problem with that. But the weaponization of these things is where we get into problems, right? Like, like everybody talks about a gay agenda. I don't, I don't think there's a gay agenda by gay people. I don't think they're sitting in gay bars, you know, talking about how we're going to make all the kids you. gay. I, but I do believe there are people up top at the very you know, and this kind of goes against what we said in the last episode, and I argue with them on it, but the intention. And I think there's people at the very top that believe uh, all gay society is docile. So maybe that's happening. I don't know. But, like, I don't, I don't really have a problem with a lot of these things. But he does bring up some interesting stuff about... Here's number 15.
0: Can I do number 15? Yeah. Actually, I want to do 14 and 15. Actually, let's do 13, 14, 15. Oh, my God. We'll, We'll do a loop. Many leftists have an intense identification with the problems of groups that have an image of being weak. Women, defeated, American Indians, repellent, homosexuals, or otherwise inferior. The leftists themselves feel that these groups are inferior. They would never admit to themselves that they have such feelings, but it is precisely because they do so that see these groups as inferior that they identify with their problems. We do not mean to suggest that women, Indians, etc. are inferior. We are only making a point about leftist psychology. 14. Feminists are desperately anxious to prove that women are as strong and as capable as men. Clearly, they are nagged by a fear that women may not be as strong and capable as men. Fifteen leftists tend to hate anything that has an image of being strong, good, and successful. They hate America. They hate Western civilization. They hate white males. They hate rationality. The reason that leftist gives for hating the West, etc., clearly do not correspond with their real motives. They say they hate the West because it is warlike, imperialistic, sexist, ethnocentric, and so forth. But where these same faults appear in socialist countries, or cannot, or yeah. In primitive cultures, the leftist finds excuses for them, or at for best he sure. the admits they exist. Wow.
1: Like dude, now you you missed number twelve. This was
0: written in the sixties.
1: <laughs> Holy cow. Listen to this. But the these twelve problems were evident. Then. 12. Political correctness comes from white privileged academic elites, not the oppressed. It is so true. When I'm at a comedy club and I'm talking about black guys taking forever to cross the street, you know who doesn't get offended by that? Black people. You know who gets really offended by that? White women. Love to get angry and offended on other people's behalfs. They are the ones who get mad at words. They create words they get mad at. You know what I'm saying? Like ghetto dweller? I don't know if that's a really good term to have. But, you know, it's these power elites who get mad on other people's behalfs. He nailed that. That is the biggest problem right now. If something happens in the world, it's not the people being talked about that get angry. It's white people with blue check marks by their names on Twitter that are all outraged and they're angry and they're just tweeting about everything. And he's totally 100% right. There is a real problem in this country of super rich trust fund kids leading this political correctness because deep down inside they feel so bad about how good they have it. And they feel bad for these other people. A great example is where they went around and did that video and they asked uh, white students at Berkeley – about a voter registration ID. And a lot of these white kids were like, it's racist against black people because black people don't have the internet and they don't have IDs. And and then they went and interviewed black people. They're like, I got the fucking internet and here's my fucking ID. What are you talking about? And it's, that is a great example of what he's talking about. They actually think they are inferior. And that's why, they have to, that's why they're going so hard in the paint. And all these white women who are going nuts on fucking people, guess what, dude? Your dad and your grandpa were white people. And they were fucking doing this too. So if you think that your heritage, you can do 23andMe and Ancestry.com till you're blue in the fucking face. Okay, you are part of the system <laughs> act too, and all these videos coming out of white women loving to call nine one one on black people doing nothing. The Stop kid calling that, the nine one one. Did you that see girl's the butt? kid and the,
2: the nine year old kid? Preview? Yeah, fuck, dude.
1: My favorite thing, and you know, it goes back to what he, they just said about when a in a a, a fucking uh, a tribal group does something, they look away. Look at this. Look at the hypocrisy of going on right now. Believe all women, believe all victims is great when it's the right side doing but, it, and now there's... Mueller's things coming, and they're instantly jumping on the fact that oh, she got she they're they're paid to do this, they're paid
3: to say that unbelievable, dude. I think it's all engineered. I mean, you talk about intention and and how you know you don't think it's the the, the gays that are doing all that for on that side of things. Well, say saying the gays? It's the social engineering. <laughs> that the social engineering from a higher level, like if they can't categorize us and divide us, which is what they're doing through the media, the mainstream media.
1: Yeah.
3: And, and these foundations and these organizations, they're, they're the ones doing it. They're if, if, if we're all just one group of people, then we're not going to fight against each other. They they have to categorize us and, and, and divide us and, and get us to fight against each other. That's seems to me like that's, what's, what's really happening. So it's not really, you know, the, the fault, the white girl's fault, the other people's fault, they're just, everybody's brainwashed right now, including us. I mean, I, well, I mean, don't know what, to, just, what it, to believe.
0: It's because, you know, when you look back and you look at around 2012 when the world was supposed to fucking end, Yeah. America started, Grand America started December 21st, 2012, the YouTube page and the Facebook page and the website. Yep,
1: yep, impressed. yep, yep. Anyway,
0: that changed the world a little bit. Other yep. than that, um... 2012 uh, this is when fucking Obama cancels Smith months. And all of a sudden it becomes legal to run propaganda inside the borders on the American people. And nobody all sudden, knows about it. The- that, that was in 2012? 2012. That was in 2012. And ever since 2012, it seems like, you know, shit wasn't great before that, but, you know, there wasn't a fucking fake news, total partisanship. partisanship media like there is now like I don't think anyone can tell me that the last five six years haven't been the fucking worst in the history of the media unless maybe it's just we're noticing now I mean woppo woppo (laughs) woppo possible false flag who knows um but you know there's some sketchy fucking shit going on
1: For sure. And it's all done on purpose. Like, why does Roseanne get fucking canned? And then the Asian chick at the New York Times gets promoted. That's all done. I've (laughs) had disagreements with certain comedians on this. They're like, no, it's all tribal shit. I'm like, no, dude. The people who own the New York Times are the same people who own Disney. It's all done on purpose. So you get one side that can say whatever they want, and you tell the other side they can't say anything, and this side just beats the shit out of the other side. And if the other side goes the other way, it's racism, it's bigotry, and all that stuff. That's done on purpose to fight with each other. Yeah, It's all done on purpose. And it's like I was talking on my last episode. You know, black culture to me is like, it's almost cultish the way like you got to stay in your lane and if you get out of your lane man you get pounded on you get pounded on you can say whatever retarded shit you want about Kanye West but man the way he like, I do if you listen what he's saying he's like dude we should all just be getting along he's literally saying what we're saying on this show we should all be getting along and he oh,
3: yeah, got, he was talking about the uh, education system. I mean, there was a lot. If you listen to that whole speech that he gave in front of Trump, there was a lot of uh, good stuff in there.
1: Just getting pounded on. And now we're getting into this, which goes our socialization, right? Over-socialization. with The way we do it with kids, the way we do it. Listen, dude, I, I believe the way we raise children, there's some darkness going on. Now, I don't have kids, so I, you know people can say whatever they want, but I believe that when you take a look... Uh, the, you know, Doctor Spock, the way he came out and he's like, "Don't hit kids, don't do all this stuff," and we're everybody's a winner, everybody gets a trophy, and then these kids get to the real world, and guess what? Nobody gives a fuck about your opinion. Well, what does that do? Put you in a depression, makes you go to the therapy, makes you. And there's nothing wrong with therapy. Do what you got to do, but you go to therapy. Now you're on antidepressants. So now you're this fractured psychology that needs pharmaceutical drugs oh. to be able to function. And I think it's and it, that is the game. It's so deep
3: that they. Well, and vaccines to begin with too, right? When they're born, sixty vaccines or whatever. Kind, what? How many vaccines? Do Sixty-nine kids... vaccines, baby. Within within what months? I mean, we've already days. It's the
0: first thing, you know. Hours? That's exactly what he's fucking talking about. All of a sudden, we've we've decided that the technoc the technocracy has decided that you know. That uh, the the point oh one percent of kids that get fucked up from the vaccines is is okay, yeah.
3: Do you and think that, you know so it's, it's good
0: for the greater good? Because I
3: don't know why. Because the science is a religion. That's, it goes back to what I what mean. Saying he's talking about them trying to make a more docile society. We've
0: got Brooks talking about the CIA dumping fucking fluoride in streams to make the enemy enemy more enemies more docile. And we're dumping fluoride in most of our water supplies, shooting kids up with fluoride and aluminum and whatever the fuck else. And, you know, it starts to look like maybe some of that shit is by design.
1: You know, and then the kids that
0: don't have fucking brains full of aluminum and shit like that, maybe they tend to get a little more uppity. And they tend to cause problems when they get sick of fucking working 60 hours a week and paying taxes so they can fucking die poor.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, like all the shit he's just
2: talking about is for sure real, man. You think there'll be another Unabomber since it keeps getting worse and worse, or you think he was just one of a kind? There's
1: always going to be a crazy well, I person. Don't know. You know, I wish he
0: would have just waited 10 years and started a podcast because yeah. you know, that's, <laughs> that's what's really going to, you know, I, you stole my line that the revolution will be podcasted. And I think that in a lot of ways, that's true. That's that's where we're at right now. I think the revolution is being podcasted because it's, you know, this is, this we're at this strange crossroads in human history where fucks like me and you can get on the mic and and say things without anybody getting in the way. And they might find a way to shut that down and they might not, but we can do that right now. And I think, you know, brains like Ted's probably could have been better used maybe with a podcast or a YouTube channel like, uh, and as opposed to making bombs and blowing people's hands off and killing people. I mean, I'm never going to condone that. Yeah. I mean I can see why he did it. He probably shouldn't have. He probably could have just waited ten more years or fifteen more years and he could have, you know, maybe instead of being a fucking serial killer, he'd be a YouTube star.
3: Well, you like know, yeah. I mean, you can't you might not even be able to blame him. I mean, what, what kind of control do they have over people after being in these MK Ultra it's called mind control for a reason,
2: right? But but I mean, if he would have but I well,
0: wonder what kind of control they have. Because that I mean that Dr. Murray has been tied to MK Ultra countless times
2: but that goes for what he's known for not if he made a podcast he'd say he's part of the problem yeah he would
1: never have a podcast
2: that's what i'm saying he there's no way the only way to do it would be the not the way he did obviously was really bad but yeah i think he'd be like i can't do a podcast because then no one's gonna believe what i'm saying because
1: well yeah i mean i agree that i totally agree he probably wouldn't do a (laughs) podcast he would i don't know he'd probably just send carrier pigeons or shit like that (laughs) with his fucking thing but but going back to your saying, listen, man. There is basically been I uh, I tweet I put it on Instagram. There was basically someone put in uh, uh oh, what's it called? oh fuck where they basically uh, uh fucking copyright an idea. They basically copyright the idea of uh, being able to mentally control people uh, through television and radio where they can put thoughts (laughs) in your head. Now, we Uh, also know he
0: mentions that in the manifesto, too. He talks about how, you know, you think that they won't be able to get you to do these things willingly. But he's like the biggest fucking docile drug in the world today is pumped into every fucking home in America and the version of television and entertainment. He's like, all of that is just going to get worse and worse as the stress and the working too much and the, you know, never being able to get ahead and being a fucking debt slave starts to build on people. They just got to pump out more entertainment and more distractions.
1: Yeah, it's like
0: and the- YouTube and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook and, you know, what's next? Christians versus
1: lions. Something
0: to keep you fucking busy. That's what the fall of the Rome technocracy was. Technocracy takes control.
1: The fall of Rome was fucking, hey, dude, don't worry about we're stretching ourselves thin because we've got sports. And, and I love sports. I do sports podcasts. But yeah, I wonder what shady shit goes down on on every Super Bowl. Like the weird shit that they must be fucking doing on that Super Bowl, those power elites, man. And, you know, it's like there's actually the, the, the military supposedly has a weapon called the voice of God where they can basically put thoughts in your head. I mean, dude, we talk about how you're, you're basically Facebook either has or has been working on reading your thoughts. Why wouldn't they? And whatever we have now, they've had for 20 years, 30 years.
2: Yep. They're just perfecting it.
1: The, the, yeah, they're just rolling it out. Okay, we got new shit. Here's give it. Give them the masses. <laughs> you know, you go to Japan, they got shit way out here. It's like you know. And then we get back to the whole thought that people in this country, all I hear, man, you don't like your free. We're most free country in the world. If you say that, you haven't been around the world. Man, go to yeah, China. 100%. Now, China's very
0: Absolutely. rigid. It hasn't been here for too long, and they'll be like, fuck, man, I got duped.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It is a big... there. I mean, like, you know what? You know what? The United States and Canada has its stability. There's stability. You know, there's most likely not going to be leftist guerrillas attacking the country and installing a new government. Like that's the problem in the other parts of the the world that there's so much chaos that there's no stability here. There's stability. There's rich and to the point where like you know George Carlin's bit. You don't really have that much freedoms. You have you have these freedom to choose what phone you get, what food you get. But it's like when you really take a look at it, how much free market is there? I mean, like nothing. I can't get certain like. In my area, you can only get Cox. you know, cable. Well, you only got
2: what? one.
0: one. <laughs> the fuck kind of neighborhood you live in, Sam? Dude,
2: it's West Hollywood. There's yeah. nothing but Cox from days and out there. I know, though. And then you call Verizon. You're like, well, we don't got that file, so it's not there. Yeah, yeah. Some fucking excuse. So you got to get them, huh? Right. You got to get Cox. And
1: it's just like now you got all these in, you know, it's like, okay, uh, if you don't look at people, like you say, if you don't play ball in Hollywood, good luck working. Where's that freedom? Liberals used to be like, express yourself. Something's happened where we got hijacked by whatever Mm -hmm. he's calling leftists. And it's just all these rich kids who feel really guilty. Hypocrisy is fucking at an all time high. I mean, when you're pounding on these comics for saying edgy shit, all you're going to get are liars in entertainment. Hollywood's going to become Washington, D.C., where you're just electing liars and you know they're lying. And you just don't care because you like their lies, and then they get in the office and they don't do anything they said, and you don't care because you voted that one time, that's the only time you gave a fuck right
3: that's yeah, right. it's unbelievable how they can claim that so many people are racist and intolerant, and yet that 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 hate there itself is intolerance it's it's the it's the most incredible high level hypocrisy we've ever we've ever seen It's, it's just blatant
1: so much fucking hypocrisy dude and you know you can go back to when it's inferior the sense of inferiorness dude they are literally in hollywood they are trying to box out white guys and you hear it happen all the time they're boxing out white guys you got guys going to auditions or you're going to meetings and they're told we're just not looking for white guys right now and that's just kneecapping the competition
3: that's been going on a while though in in industry really that's probably 10 10, 10, 20 years you know
1: and it's just like that's not to me what diversity diversity is me is everybody should get a chance There should be equal opportunity and the best person who gets it. That's the same thing in politics. We have this real move right now that diversity is going to solve politics. Like, it's going to clean up corruption. Dude, the only color that matters is green, and that's cash, okay? I don't care if you're a black lesbian or an Asian fucking Uh, Asian fucking gay guy I don't care who you are Like the best get the job But until you take money out Nothing's gonna change You're just changing who gets bribed And if you're saying to me Well it's time for ethnic people to get bribed That's fine with me At least you're being fucking honest But it's like you're not (laughs) gonna change fucking anything You know Just a a black woman isn't gonna be better at a job If they're throwing her life changing money She's gonna do the same thing the fucking old white guy did
0: Yeah Yeah maybe
1: maybe maybe (laughs) dude look at all this shit fucking the motives of scientists is what we got into dude i mean just the believing of like science and the way like everybody thinks neil degrasse tyson is a water walker you
0: know (laughs) fuck that guy
1: (laughs) i'm telling you man i know we gotta wrap it up here but uh i'm with you man guys
0: I, i can go a little longer
1: Okay, okay. I like it. I like that. Did your lady go, you're talking about the Unibomber. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. That's right. Yeah. She's a big Unibomber <laughs> like, person. That's right. You know, uh, science, it just, he's just nailed everything. Technology, you know, Twitter. Twitter was done on purpose to be able to manufacture consent. You know, people mm-hmm. thought it'd be a great way to get, you know, everybody. No, man, think about what they do with Twitter. Twitter is all about these people with... Ble- I've been watching Twitter, man. And like, there's AI or something going on that these people get these tweets and retweets on the dumbest shit. And I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? And then you realize what they're tweeting and there's algorithms, words, phrases that the AI look for that gets you a bunch of fucking tweets and retweets. And if you play a certain... You say certain things, you get more retweets on Twitter. And it just encourages – it's manufacturing consent. Like, you know, social media – see, back in the day, every city, every every village had a town idiot. And what social media has allowed is for all the town idiots to get together and think (laughs) they have a fucking movement. You know? And it's like, no, you're an asshole. You're so fucking crazy. And this notion to have a – like, I'm at a comedy show, and there's 350 people there. If five people don't like the show, doesn't mean there was a problem. That's a small percentage of that show. But the way comedy clubs act, they're like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. It's like, no, dude, five people didn't like Fuck the show. Them. Yeah, I wish I could say that. <laughs> I wish I could fucking say that.
0: Hey, his um, brother did get a million, eh?
1: Who oh yeah, for sure, dude. A mil I couldn't sell my brother out for a million unless he's being an asshole that day. You know. He's killing people. He's okay, I could <laughs> I could sell him out for a million. Reading the press is a weak check to system. Mass media serves the system because it controls it. Which you is you think the- he knows what's going on now? Who?
2: Uh, Ted? Yeah, he's probably fucking. Do you think he's like. He, tough, offered, dude? he
1: offered an
0: interview uh, in like 2016. I think he mailed the, the New York Post and said he would, he would consider an interview. That's what I'm saying. I mean, his address is out there, Sam. You should fucking email him. What's
1: going on? Huh? I would love yeah. that. I would What'd love you- that.
0: If you get an interview with the Unabomber, I'll come down and join you for it,
1: dude. Can we do that, man?
0: I don't know. You're an American. You've got better luck
2: than I do. I don't have any I'll rights. Go to in your his country. fucking an place, place
1: and talk to him, dude. You know? I dude, I, I do. He, he, he,
2: he's seventy-three or two?
1: Yeah.
0: I think he's like seventy-five now or seventy-six. Shit. No, up 72. I up. seventy-two. Brody says thanks, Brody.
1: Seventy-two. Yeah, we gotta get him quick. We gotta get him fucking quick. He's in Chicago. When you were in Chicago,
0: we—I was listening. I can't remember what I was listening to today, but they were talking about uh, old old Senator Robert Byrd and how he was head of the. He was in the KKK forever. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean like the revisionist history Of the Democratic Party And I'm a liberal dude I voted Democrat for fucking ever But it's like these people refuse to look at what Like cry. I mean dude If you're watching Megan The Murder you, it, 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 it lets you know Fucking Clint was even worse than I thought You know I mean like dude When, when, the, when the, you know, the Oklahoma City bombing <laughs> happened He basically kneecapped uh, Habeas corpus You know like that's a huge thing. Like when you're on trial, man, that's a huge thing. You know? But kneecap that under the under the uh prefaces that, you know, this Unabomber's gonna sit in death row forever, which had nothing to do with habeas corpus, you know, but they that's how they sell it. Wait,
0: that was Oklahoma City? Yeah. McVeigh?
1: Yeah. I mean then you look at all So the-
0: you know there's a whole fucking there's a whole ton of holes in that story, too, right? And it really For seems sure. like the fucking... Do you know that none of the fucking ATF people were in there that day? They all got a notice not to come to work?
1: For sure. And, like, dude, all they do is repeat their fucking game plans. Look at Oklahoma City and then look at 9-11. How similar were those two fucking things? Oh, what do they have in common? Oh, yeah, the same security company was in charge of protecting them. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous, dude.
0: Yeah, and it was the same thing. There's a bunch of contractors in there and a bunch of sloppy work around all the columns. All the columns needed rework like a fucking two weeks before the building blew up. Oh, wow,
1: for sure, man. And I'm sure there was some kind of drill being done as well at the time. So, I mean, dude, I mean, this, this, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, sadness for what happened in that synagogue, right? But a month earlier, what's going on? Another fucking drill. You know? I mean it just it's so interesting that this shit happens over and over and over again. That there's a drill going on. Another fucking simulation drill. In that synagogue. Like, what are we talking about here? Like how does that just happen? Again. Parkland shooting. Fucking Was that
3: in Plantation Florida too? Is that is oh, in Plantation. Yeah, don't sure even get me. I
1: mean, compliment. how
3: weird is that, too, like, with like, all yeah, the all yeah. these memes going around about uh, you know leaving the plantation and then and then this happens in plantation. I mean, come
1: on. Well, dude, how about the fact that the 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 airport shooting happened in this county, that the Parkland school happened in this county, and the and the pipe bomber that just came from this county? What do all that county have in in, in common? Debbie Wasserman Schultz. That's <laughs> why. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else just coincidence. There are no coincidences,
0: Yeah, man. just
3: heard There's too many coincidences.
0: So speaking of, here, here's a little rundown. The, the Oklahoma City false flag operation has many parallels to the attacks on 9-11, in which Muslim extremists were mere patsies for the insiders who both stood down U.S. defenses and prelaced demolition charges to bring down three World Trade Center buildings with two planes. Oh, yeah, dude. So, some of the evidence for the O. Oh, Oklahoma City false flag. The physics of the explosion of the truck bomb do not come close to supporting the amount of damage that was incurred. The pattern of damage to the building does not correspond to a radially radially expanding explosion that diminishes in power as a cube function of distance. Massive evidence of cutter charges being employed on the columns of the building. Witnesses of multiple explosions documented on television. Ample evidence of multiple players, not just McVeigh. Security camera footage. Threats, ag- threats against and murder of whistleblowers. Threats against a grand jury member. Irrelevant witnesses at trial. Refusal to allow relevant witnesses at trial. News for being brought up by New York Times. Blah, blah, blah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's any- a lot, though. Is there any chance Robert Mueller's involved in some way to give us the nice... (laughs) Timothy McVeigh was
0: actually a character in a novel about such an event that predated.
1: Oh, my God. And they call us crazy, and we're always right. We're always right. (laughs)
0: Well, let's not go that
1: far. Yeah, totally. We're all... Well, that's
0: just some crazy shit.
1: We're right more than we're. I mean, dude. I mean, there's always going to be some weird, crazy stuff. Whether you want to debate flat Earth or whatever you want to do, but when we're talking like 9/11, Vegas shootings,
3: cover-ups and all that, yeah,
1: yeah, cool. we're fucking right, man. Russian collusion. Nothing's come out yet. Why? Because there's nothing there. Now, am I saying that Russia didn't influence the fucking the the? uh, the election and, the, and hoping to get a candidate that will, yeah, but did they, uh, did, by the way, it goes from WikiLeaks hacked, uh, the Russians hacked our emails to they just basically completely hacked all the voting, I mean, the goalposts just keeps keep, and we told you there was nothing there, there is something going on between Trump and the intelligence agency, and I don't care what people say, and now he's going after the Federal Reserve, I hope he, I hope he does it, man, I hope he does it, man, I hope he does it, well, guys, yeah,
0: we'll see, they're with special forces, too.
1: Yeah. There's always a connection, man. There's yeah, always bro. a connection. There's something going on. And, like, it's just crazy times, dude. And it's just, like, this bombing is just perfect right before the midterms. And then the shooting happens, and I don't know what the connection is there. It's
2: interesting. You know? What, do you, yeah. think, what yeah. do you think Ted thinks about this bombing? Trying to, steal, like, trying to steal fucking his hacked. fucking... Yeah, exactly. What a fucking hack, huh? <laughs> fucking hack. Stealing my...
1: It's like Gallagher 2. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's Gallagher 1 and his let his brother... He's getting so much business. He couldn't do it all, so he let his twin brother do it. And then afterwards, after uh, when business started slowing down, he told his brother he couldn't do it. He goes, fuck you, I'm the original one. And then they had a fight over who was the original Gallagher, which that should be a doc on that story. I want to hear that whole thing. Um... Guys, thank you so much for coming on. I had a great time. It was a wonderful show. Um, I appreciate you guys coming on. I know that you guys had a time crunch. You put a little time. Uh, XGJ, I mean, dude, <laughs> these are some interesting things, dude, that you talk to your girlfriend about, and she probably tells you you're crazy, right? Yeah, thanks no, for having us on, on it, again. Yeah,
0: it's always fun to your come
2: girlfriend on uh, Tim for a hat. She, she, thinks t- some some crime she, loves, she loves Ted because she's a scientist, and she's smart, so she... she she, she 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 saw a couple documentaries of it with me because I was like, I got to research some of this shit. She's like, I'm d- I'm down with the Unabomber.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. She was like, fuck should it. should do
1: that. Hot chicks down with the Unabomber. Make a calendar of that. <laughs> uh, I love the Grime America. I love your guys' show. You guys are both great. And uh, hopefully I'll get up to uh, uh, your neck of the woods and we can do a show up there. We can do something live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Edmonton's close enough. We could drive up there if that's what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah, totally.
1: Well let's hey man maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll see if we could add like a late show somewhere and do a uh do a deal with them on that. Or maybe pick it like either a Thursday later show or a uh or a Sunday, maybe turn the Sunday into a podcast and then you guys come out and we do it there. Yeah man, let us know what's uh Let's talk I'll talk clever. about. It. Let's see uh, I'll yeah. make a deal and we can talk about it. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on Aaron, okay. I, I appreciate you uh uh, let me do today because we missed out Monday. And I, again, I'm sorry to you guys that Monday got rescheduled. I just had crazy people in my life, and you know, and all this stuff was going on. But I appreciate you guys so much, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Hope to see you guys in Texas, everybody. Bye bye. Ciao.